Blog Talk Radio. Traffic. 
Now, Florida Superground has no control of the traffic whatsoever. If they did, I would be getting to work in five minutes. No more, no less. But from what I heard, and actually she told me this yesterday when we were actually getting ready for all this, is that, well, um, hmm, there was an accident. And I just found out today. I didn't even know. Really, George? (laughs) Um, It's called marketing. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't know there was an accident. Um, how did you find out about the, uh, the accident? I I heard from Peaches, which is a nickname for a friend we have. His name's David. Um, I heard from David, and then I heard from a couple of other people who were going by that said that there was an accident. I'm not sure in which direction it was from, but it did not help the entire situation at all. I mean, a lot of our friends had a park super far, which we do have in the studio today, as Simon says, he's actually a photographer. Well, we had, he left, he walked out. <laughs> but um, we've heard from multiple people that the traffic was atrocious. Some people had to park super far and walk. And most people just gave up when they saw the traffic of how long they were there for more than, what, an hour, two hours, maybe three hours. People just gave up, turned around, and went back home. But the one thing I did like is that Supercon did let the people that bought pre-order tickets for Saturday's event were able to go back in on Sunday, which I could have taken advantage of that, but I kind of was like already went on Sunday, Saturday, and I didn't want to go again. It's no, it's just I didn't want to deal with that whole thing again. Um, but going back to the whole long lines, Mitchie mentioned a little bit about the cosplayers having, um, being upset about their makeup, their costumes. We saw an abundance of people wearing large costumes with basically parts that would take forever to take apart. And putting it on probably took hours to put on. We saw people in cat suits, morph suits, and we even saw furries there. And then standing in that line, yes, they were melting, their makeup was melting. I mean, she and I were probably, I feel like we were lucky that we dressed up as Nana. We were lucky. This anime that we like uh, called Nana, ironically. And we were comfortable. Even though, yes, she was sweating, I was sweating. This one was actually smart enough to bring an umbrella that day. And I was quick enough to continue wearing my leather jacket for the majority of the time. But I get it. It was hot. But... Florida is known to have the most bipolar mm-hmm. weather ever that you don't even know what to wear. And yes, a lot of people were pissed off that their hard work didn't melt. I did see some cosplayers when they walked in, they had to retouch up, retouch up their makeup. And sure enough, yeah, your costume was great. It was phenomenal. But you got to keep in count of Florida's heat. Uh, yeah, the people who were body painted especially. Remember there was a couple of those in the line? Yeah. They by far were the most upset looking because they decided they were going to paint, you know, their shoulders and their arms with all these special designs. And, I mean, either way, I feel like they would have been melting even if it wasn't as hot as it was. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't last that long, oh, i got to be honest. I mean, I saw a bunch of Gamoras there, and one of them was really strong. Somewhat a good patch with them, I guess, a good friendship with them. She was upset that her Gamora makeup, the green, was just melting off little by little, and they had to retouch it. And that's kind of what the sacrifice is. That yes, cosplayers, we do sacrifice a lot. I understand. I've done body painting, and being able of not being able to touch anybody, of giving them a hug or anything, because your sweat off your makeup really does like genuinely suck. 
Yeah, the only thing I can say there is probably, well, now you know for the next time that you should probably bring like a bag or something with your makeup to be able to fix yourself up, you know, later on when you get back inside into the nice cool air. That way you can be possibly less upset and not go throughout the entire con, you know, super down because your makeup has been terrible from the second you got there, you know. And maybe we're going to be a part of the contest. It just, I think, definitely brings you know, your makeup or your paint or whatever it was that you're going to use just to set yourself up so that, you know, you can have a better experience. I mean, I, the girls behind us did have a good time because I did see them walking around and they were having a blast. But here's the thing is that there was also, I heard that people were being harassed by staff, not just, not Supercon staff, but more of the conventional staff that was actually provided to Supercon to help out, like the police officers, the janitorial people that were there, even like the people that ran the convention center, people were being harassed. The one thing I did hear, which is the same person, Peaches, uh, walked out for a little bit to get something to eat. And when he came back, they basically told him that he had to go back to the end of the line because he was not allowed to come back to the main entrance. Even though he had his ticket on him, he had, I think, a, a 40 pass. Yeah, yeah, he had a pass. Either way, he had to come right back to um, back at the end of the line and make that line all over again to get back inside. And then on top of that, it was also, let me think, I mean, some of the officers were kind of harassing. Even at uh, weapons check, some people who had their weapons checked already were being harassed to recheck their weapons again. But at the same time, there was also some, like, careless and some careless staff. This was also including Supercon as well as the staff there, it got to a certain point where the staff just stopped caring and not even, didn't even bother looking at at uh, badges or wristbands. They just got to the point where they just like, whatever, just go on in. Yeah, it wasn't even the end of the day yet no. either. It was still pretty early. They just Maybe they got tired or annoyed, and maybe it's just because there's too many people. I don't know. But, you know, me, I was going in. And I was kind of like, you know, trying to flash, you know, my bracelet and no one was even paying attention. It's like, I, if I didn't have a bracelet, I could have just walked right in. Yeah. I mean, I heard people were sneaking in that either you bought a pass or they had someone that was either working there as a vendor, an artist, or even a staff member from Florida Supergon. They were just sneaking in or didn't even know what it is. They just came in and that was it. But... The whole, like, weapons check thing, that was another thing, is that it even got to the point where some of the security guards that were doing weapons checks didn't even put zip ties on them. So just look at them and let them go. And obviously some of the guests will just, you know, walk past them thinking, oh, no, no, I have it already. But I also didn't notice there was no security check either for checking bags and all that. Oh, yeah, in comparison to the last Supercon. Yeah, comparing to that, last Supercon... Yeah, no I remember getting my ba- the bag checked and. But even then, last Supercon, their weapons, their bag check wasn't even that thorough. They just, I remember very, very, very vividly. I brought in, I believe I brought my backpack. I didn't even have it. In, I brought a bag, and I opened it up, and it had multiple compartments in it. But they just looked in and go, "You're good." I'm like, how how is that possible that you can just look in once? And not really look thoroughly because what if I was sneaking in something that could harm a celebrity guest that was there or harm a fellow cosplayer? Yeah, it sounds like the thing there was they just wanted to do the bare minimum. They just were going to check this bag and that's it. We checked the bag. You know? 
Um, the one thing that I did notice, though, is that the commission center is a lot smaller. Now, if you guys do remember, Supercon did start off in a smaller hotel down in, I believe, in Sunny Isles. The quick history of Supercon that was later moved to the um, MAC, which is the Miami Airport Convention Center, and then moved once again to the Miami Beach Convention Center, which is considered to be the biggest convention center in Miami or South Florida. But since the Miami Beach Convention Center is under construction until 2019 or 2020 due to the fact that they're putting in parking structures, as well as a hotel in the, in the convention center, which is going to be absolutely awesome because not a lot of people will have to travel a great distance just to get there. But this convention was actually moved to the Broward, convention, uh, Broward County Convention Center. It's a lot smaller. It's actually 10 times smaller than what we're used to. And it got to the point where the fire marshals actually got involved, where Supercon actually reached their full capacity. And people did get pissed off that they couldn't get in. And you guys got to understand, it is a fire hazard. If you do reach your end cap, they have every right to basically close the doors and tell you either you can come back later or come back the next or come back tomorrow. But yes, I get it. It's what they, the Miami Beach Convention Center is going to be a lot bigger. It was big as it is, but now it's getting bigger. But as a cosplayer, we got to get used to it for a little bit. I mean, anime and magic was there. didn't do so well in that center. And it's now going back to the Miami Airport Convention Center where it all started. And, yeah, I mean, what do you think? Honestly, I think the convention center now, the Broward County Convention Center, is smaller um, but at the same time of maybe being smaller, though, it still has, like, what, like, three floors? Yeah, three floors. Right. Um, honestly, the number one thing that I heard someone say, and I think it was one of your friends, said that he felt like because he could see so clearly one room, like, one end of the room to the other, he was like, already, this means this is smaller. He's like, I could not really see, you know, both ends of this convention hall yeah. so clearly and he felt like just from that alone it felt smaller and then the cap was reached pretty quickly which is what caused the pre-sale tickets in the first place for Saturday and Sunday you know so um that kind of thing is something that was a problem in the past so they yeah. have to really take it seriously because I don't know if anybody remembers but when Supercon I think it was the last year that it was at the MAC right uh, no, it wasn't at the MAC last year. Last year it was at the Miami Beach Convention. No, but like the, the last year that it was at the MAC, there was a fire. Yeah, there marshal. was. It wasn't, I don't think it was super. I think it was anime that they had that end reach of a cap, like, reach where everyone was either, you walked out, you were out until someone else left that convention center and then you were able to go back in. And my best advice, if you guys were to leave, let's say to get something to eat, stay out for a little bit. Because by the afternoon, it starts dying down, and you're able to go back in. But people really wanted to go back in, like, right away. Um, but, yeah, but the location for Florida Supercon, I still like the location. I really do. I don't like Broward County that much. I mean, I we all live, a lot of cosplayers live in Miami-Dade. Some live in West Palm. Some live in Broward County. I have nothing against Broward County. It's just personally, I don't like Broward County that much. I don't know if it's, like, the constant construction because I deal with down here in Miami Dade, or maybe it could be the fact that it's just a headache because 
So the convention center actually is on a one-way street, and I completely forgot to mention this. It is actually the port of Miami. That's right, Miami, of uh, Fort Lauderdale. I keep getting, I see I'm more of a Miami chick than a Broward County girl, because I'm, like, always forgetting. I mean, I can give it this. It has great locations to eat, because last year, I don't even think it was last year, I think it was that magic. We learned our lesson where instead of buying the conventional food that was there, that was providing I me mean, the burgers there was like 10 bucks. Overpriced. Overpriced food. We actually just took off and went somewhere else versus having to stay there and choosing to eat that. But me, since I lost her at Supercon, I spent the majority of the time, you know, being fed by a bunch of people. A lot of my friends who brought food to the convention, you know, I'm very, happy, I'm very thankful. You know, thank you so much for feeding me. When I found her later on, she even asked me, Did, were you fed? I'm like, yeah, I was, actually. Everyone gave me food, so I'm actually really happy. Yeah, about you that. were really fortunate. I am. Not like the people who had to, like, leave because they couldn't afford the food that it's was in the convention look. center. It's my look. You know, I just smiled. By the way, those lines were long, too, inside. Yes, they were. But the thing is, is the lines inside was mainly for the alcohol. Yes, it was. It was just mainly alcohol. Other than that, it was just alcohol. Food, yeah, I had a line, but then... You go and walk by, you're like, oh, yeah, which goes back to the whole baggage check. I kept telling you, and I told you this yesterday, we could have brought our own beer. But, but yeah, um, so, yeah, it was, parking situation was another thing that we were hearing, that people were just complaining over and over about the parking situation, that it was just limited not, space. Limited space. We had a friend who, let's see, yeah, called him. Hello, and what's your name? Well, you know, it'll be nice to know that I'm also on my own show right next to you. It's funny to know that I'm both on a microphone and on the phone. I wonder how that sounded like. It sounded like an echo, like a seriously hardcore echo. Like, if you were to leave the radio on... You hear that back thing, you're like, yo, yo, like, turn it down a little bit. But I was just like, mess with Well, now you business. brought me in. Short plug. Listen to my show on Russell City Radio every Monday at 7 p.m. You heard him. <laughs> Listen to his show, and I... Same network. Same network. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. I'm on. I'm the host. I'm the host. <laughs> and also... No, I'm just... <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was George. He, yes, um, really quick, let me just get this really quick. I am very, very thankful that George is letting me use the studio. I've been wanting to do a podcast for quite some time, and I really do want to say thank you, George, for letting me use your studio. So we're roommates now. So I'll be paying my rent very soon. Yeah, you're going to be treated like gold. I will. I'll be, I'll be actually living here for the next year or so. He's sitting under pillow. Oh, shit, he is. <laughs> But anyway, so back to the parking situation. I had friends that parked super, super far. We had one friend that was fortunate enough to find parking right by the convention center. As for Maddie and Mitchie and I, we actually parked at my friend's house. And that was fun because we were in the convention center very quick because the guy knew all the back streets, which is our friend Chris, who... Yeah, we were really lucky. He knew exactly where to go because he lives there. He's like, no, don't worry, guys. I got, I got you. you. <laughs> At the same time, since the convention center is right across the street from the uh, AI campus, um, he got free parking. 
So we completely had to, we had the ability of just skipping the line, parking, which I am like so really pissed off with these people at AI a little bit, is that they kind of lied to a lot of convention goers saying there was no more parking in the parking structure, which was BS. Um, third and fourth floor was empty, was vacant. There was no cars there whatsoever, but they were telling people that they were cool. However, I do have to give it to them, though, is that the reason why they were saying that was because they were also had an open house that same day. And the person that told us was our friend, was my friend Chris, who said, yes, there's actually somebody, they're, they're actually doing something here today. I'm like, oh, yeah, so two events at once. So they were kind of like, hey, we're the school, and we're providing the parking, so we could just make this little white line. It, it won't hurt, right? Yeah. Except for making people park, like, really oh. far away. Oh, far. <laughs> um, the only thing I will have to say is that when it comes to this center, it was just limited location, meaning, like, the hotels. I mean, going back to the whole thing is that the hotel situation had – very limited locations of hotels, very limited locations on a lot of stuff. I mean, yes, there was food, there was hotels, but very scattered around. And I actually do like the fact that it was here in, you know, down south in Broward County, but not at West Palm. West Palm, yes, it's bigger. I've been there, bigger convention, not a lot of hotel choices. There's probably like one, but it's five miles away from the center. And obviously, you have to get the shuttles, which Mike does provide that. And I, I do applaud Mike for doing that because that's actually a really awesome thing for him to do versus some conventions who don't really provide, like, anything for their guests and kind of leave them high and dry of, well, you got to figure it out on your own. But, yeah, but the thing is, the last thing I actually, I didn't notice at all, and I probably am that person who can care less about this sometimes. Some shows I don't care for, and some panels I really don't care for, but it doesn't really catch my eye. I do have a lot of friends that invite me to them, but the location of the panels and the shows and all this was really hard to find. I mean, when it came to the wrestling show or the, the cosplay show or even the panels, they were either on the second or third floor, and I couldn't even find them. Because when I walked in, Nobody gave me a pamphlet at all. Like, nobody. I had to basically run to somebody and grab a pamphlet from someone that I knew, not some random-ass stranger, which I will do that to a random-ass stranger. <laughs> and just snatch it. Like, give me that. <laughs> but I literally sat there just thinking, like, they haven't given us a pamphlet whatsoever. And I'm sitting here kind of confused of where is this kind of my friend? She had a... Remember our panel that we used to do, which is uh, Cosplay Positivity? Yeah, I do. I have a friend now that picked it up, and she's doing it now, which I'm actually really happy because, I I mean, I don't want to get into that right now. It's not, not a topic I want to talk about. <laughs> but I couldn't even find her panel room. I had friends that had um, JoJo panels that I wanted to check out to support, even though I haven't seen JoJo mm-hmm. or any of that. I'm like kind of, you know, or right, maybe I'm going to get on that JoJo bandwagon pretty soon, but... <laughs> All those panels that my friends invited me to, I couldn't find the rooms at all. It was just driving me insane. Yeah, um, one of our friends actually made a complaint because he really always goes forward to the wrestling. And that was one of the main things that he wanted to see, like, on Saturday. Like, he was ready to go, to go watch it happen. And he got lost. 
he said he went up the escalator. He then went up to the next escalator on the third floor. He said that he couldn't find which room it was. He thought he found one, but then it looked like something else. And he eventually, he honestly just ended up giving up because he's like, I have no idea where I'm looking at. All the doors were closed. I, and I honestly, I have no clue. I mean, maybe that kind of situation for other people probably happened as well. Like they, they had no idea where those rooms were at. I mean, I was able to find the wrestling room with no problem. Like that I found. The cosplay room, the cosplay contest room where they were having it, easy to find. I found the game room and all that, but the one thing I could not find was just the rooms for the different panels in general. And my suggestion is that next time if Mike ever does, like when he does it again for Supercon, because now, like I said in the very beginning of the show, is that Supercon Mike is actually moving anime as well as Paradise back to the Mac, and Matic Nation and I will actually be back at anime once again to check it out. We don't know if we're going to go three days or even just one day. I'm aiming for three. And I actually completely forgot to mention is when I was talking about the location, I should have mentioned the fact of why I go to Supercon one day. And it's not because of the drive. It's not because of all this. It's just that I feel so foreign when I go to Broward County. It feels weird. Because I'm just kind of like, I don't like this area that much. Miami-Dade, I know where everything's at. When it's at the Mac, I mean, it's literally like, what, 15 minutes away from our house? Yeah, it's pretty day. close. Or even 20 minutes if it's a bad day or whatever. But I'm having people tell me, do you, you live right there? You can just commute over. And I'm like, true. And I can also charge people parking to park in my house while I'm at it. <laughs> but either way, overall, I mean, it sounds like we complained about Supercon. I had a great time. I no, had I had a fantastic time, too. It's not even, that shouldn't even be up for a debate because I honestly really enjoyed myself. It was it was more of like, you know, people talking to, you know, friends and they're sharing your, their experiences with you. And, you know, they just want to let you know, like, hey, you know, this bothered me and then this bothered me. And then you're like, okay, you know, I had a good time, though. I really did. Yeah. I mean, like, even though, yes, we went one day and I wish we went more. Actually, I really wish I went Sunday to kind of like actually talk to a lot of my friends that I couldn't talk to because they were so busy running around doing panels, running around doing photo shoots. It would have been nice to actually hang out with some friends. I mean, my highlight for that entire time was actually meeting Josh McDermott, who is in Walking Dead, who plays, ironically, one of my favorite characters from the entire series. Mine is uh, Negan, which is played by uh, JDM, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Um, I actually got to talk to him, and I was actually really fangirling, and it was the first time for a lot of people to see me in that kind of state of just freaking out to see him. It was like, holy crap, you're Josh McDermott. You're awesome. I love you. And I really hope that you do come back to Instagram and all the other social media sites that you had and reopen them, reactivate them, whatever, and just basically continue being you. You were just like one of the most honest, rawest persons I personally the rawest person I ever, ever got the opportunity to actually talk to, even though you thought my eyes were eminent. I, I completely forgot to say this, but I had contact on for the first time this year. Yeah, I was, that was fun. <laughs> so it was because of the cosplay. Nana has those yes, brown eyes. Green. Soulless eyes. <laughs> just like I would stare at people, and people were just like, yo, 
I know you're Nana, but your eyes are just freaking me the fuck out right yeah, now. Yeah, like, Bondi, her eyes are actually, like, green, so for them to look brown, people were like, uh, there's something wrong here. <laughs> I can't tell. Did you do something? No, it took people a while to look stare at me, and they're just like, I know that's Blondie, but there's something different about her. She's wearing a wig, I can tell that, but there's something else that does, oh my god, you have brown eyes today. <laughs> you, wow, you look really scary. I mean, it looks good on you, but it looks scary at the same time. But no, I had fun. I really can't wait for next year. I can't wait to see what Mike brings out again. I mean, he had a fantastic uh, set of guests. There were some guests that really didn't get an opportunity to have a lot of people go to their table because either they were not really well known. I mean, they had Danielson from Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, not the new one. And they even had, oh my God, the kid from that movie too. I mean, I don't even know his name, his real name. But they had, they had everything. They had Power Rangers. They had Doctor Who. They even had Guardians. And that was like, holy crap. I mean, Nancy was there and I was happy. But yeah, the guest list was extensive. Was. They, they went like all out to make sure they were getting the guests that would bring people, which obviously that's what happened because it did get overcrowded and that's what, what happened with the fire marshals. And yeah. I kept losing all my friends me, during I the convention the because of the amount of people. I mean, you can try to hang on to them as much as you can, but you know, eventually you're just like, bye friends. I'll see you in the, Next three hours when we can get through this again. No, more around, more, it was more like me around her the entire time. And then it got to the point where I'll see something. I get distracted very easily. If it's something nice and cool, I'll go look at it. Or she'll trail off and look at everything in the booth. I get impatient. I walk off. And I'm thinking, oh, if I walk back, she'll be there. Sure enough, I will lose her every single time. You thought wrong. I did, I did. I ran into so many people, and they're just kind of like, oh, who are you looking for? I'm like, I'm actually looking for my friend, my other half to my cosplay. <laughs> and here I'm standing trying to join the Avengers. You know, I have my friend David, who was a Tony Stark, and I'm like, hey, can I join the Avengers? Like, what is your talent? I go, I can eat Cheetos. <laughs> That's all I can do right now. I'm just a rock star from a band that, you know, yeah, and series is like stock for now. But no, no, I haven't, we ran into each other maybe three times, but the third time I lost her, everyone's like, oh, where's Manic? I don't know. I would walk around like a small little circle, and I'll come back, and did you find her? I gave up in five minutes. I'll find her sooner. Sooner or later, I'll find her. Yeah, I went to go look for you once the crowd actually started dying down, because it was a lot easier to be able to maneuver through the halls without having to, like, be like, excuse me, excuse me, and then not have that person move. You know, event, you know that happens yeah. a lot, right? So I'm like, uh, I'll just, it's fine. We'll look for her later. You know, like but eventually. I know someone is probably listening to me, listening to this right now, and be like, why didn't you just call her cell phone? My cell phone was with her. <laughs> so yeah. It would have been really. Easy if she were to call my cell phone, and she's the one that had it yeah. the entire time. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Like um, I noticed that right away too. I'm kind of like, oh, I can call her, and I'm like, wait a second. She gave me her phone because she doesn't have pockets. I never do. Actually, the jacket that I was wearing had pockets. I just didn't really want to carry my phone. So I'm like, here. Lazy. Yeah. <laughs> you learned something new? Yeah, no. The thing, well, the thing is, the jacket, the leather jacket pockets are really small. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it sticks out, and I try putting it in my pocket, and it just pops out. So I'm like, you know how they do that. It's like women's jackets. It's like, you guys don't need pockets. Like, yeah, wear pockets for women. Okay. 
like pockets on pants. Like you guys don't need pockets. You have nothing to carry. You got a purse. Which that's exactly where your phone was in my purse. So yeah, that was never going to happen. That's why I gave up so quickly because I realized I had your phone. And I don't know if that happens to anybody else, especially people with these huge costumes. I don't know if you guys make new pockets and parts of your costume so you can put things so that you don't lose it or if you give it to your friend. But if you give it to your friend and they lose you, just like her, you're screwed. Like, yeah. You're never going to find I didn't think I've noticed a pattern when it comes to Supercon uh, events whenever I cosplay. I always pick costumes that don't have pockets. And I think I just do it on purpose. But now for anime, I'm actually really happy to be doing this one. And she's going to be handing off her stuff to me. She's like, you know what? You have pockets this time. Just put this in your fucking pocket. I'm going to actually be doing the collector on Saturday. Uh, collector from Gardens of the Galaxy, uh, Tanlier Tavon. And I'm ecstatic. I'm actually getting fitted for the shirt tomorrow. Yeah, congrats. Thank That's going to look awesome. I'm going to look extra as fuck. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out my intro when I walk in, though. I I'm really want, like, what was it that I said? We got to get all the, the freaking the glitter and the little party yeah, cannons. The little party cannons. And you got to have all these people, like, okay, I'm going to need you over here, over here. We got to time this right. And you just pull and you just walk. Yeah. Walk. And, like, one of my friends who I had lunch with him today mentioned, he goes, you got to get dumb. I was like, Oh my god. Yes. I gotta get a thing of doves and just release them right when I walk in. I'm gonna get a limo and just like doves fly out of the car and just like boom <laughs> you walk out of the car. I walk out super extra, lowering my glasses down and be like, What's up? How much is that? Is it broken? Why is it two hundred units? And people are gonna be like, Man, this person really went on who is that? Who is that person? I was also adding um my friend still same one, uh, told me to get a martini glass. I'm like, carry around. I'm like, why are I working? And I was like, at the end, the secret ending that, you know, you see it in the, the, his whole museum is destroyed. He has a martini glass. I don't know what the margarita glass mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's drinking a margarita. I'm like, no, nah, it's not extra. It's not extra enough. I need, like, wine the whole time. Just carrying a bottle. Have someone carry a bottle of red wine with me? Oh, my God, like, on a plate. Like, yeah, that's why I want you with my, with my pink bitch next to me. <laughs> it was either that or the... Um, the Grandmaster, to be uh, Jeff Goldblum for a day. That's awesome. I want to be Jeff Goldblum for a day, just seducing everybody with your sexiness and all I that. mean, I could I could do one of the pink girls. I could help you out. Not even the pink girl after I told you. I mean, I might be getting my hands on an airbrush machine, so... You oh, know, that's I'll right. Get... Hi, we're friends, right? Yeah, we're friends. You're going you're to airbrush me? You're going to paint me like one of your French words? If you want me to. Awesome. She's going to make me look like a man. Uh, yeah, that's what happened, George. You know. Uh, well, I guess I opened my my doors to uh, to a serious situation here. Oh, but that's tough. That's a cosplay talk. Yeah, it is cosplay talk. Very cosplay talk. Yeah, you might see this at your <laughs> upcoming con. Who knows? You will see me. It's like, oh, did she did she make you look like a man? And she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, I did. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'll see pictures. Yeah, you will. Most like on the brand, and I do want you to be one of my special guests. So you better be prepared. <laughs> Prepare. <laughs> what is it? I haven't done a freaking cosplay podcast in centuries. I mean, yeah. But okay, well. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh, uh, but yeah, no. But overall, like I keep saying this, I had a fantastic time. I can't wait for next year. I can't wait to see what SuperCon Light brings out. I cannot wait for anime and paradise as well as retrocon. And I know a lot of people don't like Mike, and it's like 
I'm not supporting him. I'm not a broader spy or broader supporter. I just like conventions in general. Cosplaying, yes, it's for everyone. And, cos- and Supercon actually was my first convention I ever went to. And that's the reason why I like Supercon so much because Supercon may have some downfalls on a lot of different stuff, but they always give you something to remember. There's always something about it that is so memorable that you just can't help but sit there and be like, damn, Supercon was this, Supercon was that. I mean, I met like half of my my ex my exes at Supercon. Right, and I and I made friends there and, exactly. and people maybe that I lost touch with just to see them and it's cool that they show up to the con and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like I mean really cool. we have a we had a a middle school teacher that goes to them. And that is like for us is awkward. We just sit there like is that our English teacher? I don't know. Go closer. Oh shit it is. Oh you want to go to middle school? Oh my god. Oh shit. Okay. She dresses up. That's I mean that's not what thing is, is like people can be sitting here talking shit about Supercon, saying that Supercon Mike is trying to monopolize, but in reality, when you wanna grow, you gotta grow. It's, it's not, a business. It's a business. That's what it is. You wanna make it big, you gotta expand your horizons. You gotta reach out and go to different places, have different connections, different networks just to grow. But the thing is, is that, thank you, um, people just sit there like, oh, Mike Broder's trying to monopolize, trying to destroy the cosplay community. He's the reason why the community's falling apart. No, actually, it's actually the people that go to the convention. That <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say that. I was like, honestly, it's more of the, the cosplayers with the negative attitudes and that is honestly what can ruin it for people. It's not even the convention itself. It's really the people yeah. and the, the people you go with and who you're socializing with while you're at the con, yeah, you know? But, no, I mean, like, my high, like I said, I met Josh McDermott. I had such a fangirl moment that when I found most of my friends, I didn't find her until the you end. You were hardcore smiling. I was. I don't hardcore smile like that at all. I don't do that. Cheesing really hard. And I'm like, are you, I was like, are you okay? And she's like, he's right there. I was like, I know. I know. So I'll talk to him. I, I was just like thankful that he doesn't have his like Instagram because he would have probably been filming my ass the whole time. Like this bitch has been coming to my booth and doesn't do anything. She just looks at me. Oh yeah, that's right. She went by his booth at Twice. least. Twice. Are you sure it wasn't three was, times? No, the third time is when he noticed me. The second two times he didn't notice me. The third time I went with my friend Karen. It's she, like you were building some confidence. I was trying to. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to. Oh, shit, he's looking at me. He's looking at me. Oh, God. And then eventually, like. Oh, <laughs> eventually, I, I had a friend. I actually had to have a friend come with me. I'm like, look, just Fabrice, come with me. He's like, I'll talk to him, and I'll be the opener for you. I'm like, all right, I'll be your support. I'll be your rock. I'm like, thanks. Which I did say, I did say thank you the whole time. I gave him a hug. I'm like, thank you, man. I got to talk to Josh. Don't hug me, though. He touched his jacket. We went over, and he wasn't there. I was heartbroken for, like, a good 20 minutes. I was like, are you serious, man? Like, you serious? Like, I wanted to talk to you. Oh, whatever. But then he went back. And I got the little, he had these really cute little cards, though. A lot of celebrities don't have this. They have these different color cards. They have a pink, which is just a medium green. They have a green that was for autograph and, uh, autographs only. And then they have a yellow, which was for autographs and selfies. So I was like, oh, my God, this is actually pretty awesome. So I got a pink one. I was like, oh, this is cute. And it had a little drawing of him in the back, so it was really cute. And I'm like, tell him for brief, all right, 
this is what you're going to do. You're going to talk to him. You're going to ask him how his con is, his con experience is, and try to convince, you know, try to make it seem like he's going to come back next year for you know, next year for us. Well, don't think me, but, you know, for us. I'm trying not to be greedy right now, people. And sure enough, Josh just puts his hand on Fabrice's shoulder, and he's like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, my God, first of all, I want to apologize for acting really creepy and just staring at you from a distance, and his first words was, that doesn't sound creepy at all. I'm like, Thanks. I'm sorry. It's just that you are my favorite actor and you're my favorite. You play my favorite character. You are Eugene, and I hate the fact that not a lot of people give you credit for playing Eugene. And you're an amazing actor. You're a real person. They hate him right now on the show, but <laughs> like Eugene. I mean, like I don't want to talk about Walking Dead until Walking Dead starts. No, of course not. But I'm just saying they hate him on the show, so. Oh, they just find him. That that's what kills me. It's just like his character is. Yes, he betrays Rick, but. You gotta think if you're in a post-apocalypse world and you're trying to survive, I will probably do the same thing. But I'm a, my my motion my action would be a little different and my whole motive whatever my motive was different. But when I told him all this, like he gave me like, he asked me if my eyes were brown. I said no, they're they're green actually. And I actually do have brown eyes. He asking me. Asked my friend for Bree, who actually has dark brown eyes, and he's like, oh my god, you have such beautiful dark brown eyes. I was just like. I should have said I had brown eyes. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm like, just to talk to him was just a great moment. To actually meet somebody that you actually idolize there is amazing. He I, also seemed down to earth. He is. He was very down to earth. And I really wish I actually started my podcast a lot sooner because I would have been able to get an interview with him if I could. Supercon staff was just dictators with them. Um, you can't do this. You can't take pictures with them. You can't do interviews with the celebrities. And it was just yeah, and meanwhile, people are still going by like, you said I can't, but I'm just going to keep snapping these pictures while I walk by. And they're trying to like no, 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 push I'm with their hands out. Like, I'm on Snapchat. I take pictures of myself. He's like, no, you're taking pictures of the guy. Even Josh was uh, stopping people from taking pictures. He was just putting his hand up like, no, no, what are you doing? Stop. I'm like. It's because, like, they're getting paid for it. Yeah. So. But, no, no, at the end, before I left, because there was another group of people coming to meet him, I told him, I said, right before, I go, before I go, Josh, and I told him, we have this, you know, he's like, oh, because I know you now, you can come by my group, whatever, you know, we're friends now. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, I told him, Josh, before I go, um, I'm being serious about this. I really hope that one day you do come back to social media, especially Instagram, because you did give a lot of people an insight of how it is to be, like, and this of what's it like to be part of the Walking Dead cast. You showed us, like, you went live and showed us how it looks when you go on stage for your panel, because not a lot of people get that opportunity to actually go up on stage and be interviewed in front of hundreds of millions of people that basically love the show that you're doing or love the work that you're doing, and just say, like, you know, how much they appreciate it. I, go, I really do appreciate how real you are. You're very honest, and I hate the fact that people are passing death threats in your direction because of your character. I mean, I know I get death threats and I get inappropriate dick pics all the time on social media. And yeah, I, it does bother me and it does suck, but it's just kind of like these people have, like, I'm not, I'm not saying they don't have life, but they don't have no common sense of how to interact with people. Yeah, the thing with the death threat is he probably, they, it wasn't just him, but maybe whoever he also has handling his social media, that they probably were like, it would probably be a good idea if you Got shut off. down your Instagram for now. And But honestly, it's already been a while. He should, I'm with you. He should come back. He should. I mean, I miss him. I mean, 
It sounds weird, but every time I woke up in the morning, I would always look at his stuff because he always posted up. It wasn't stuff about him, though. It was always stuff about his fans. His stories on Instagram was always stories with his fans. That if someone dressed up as Eugene, he'll film it. If there was a kid that was dressed up as a little median or a little um, Rick or something, he'll film it. And it was just like... He had a connection with his fans, and I love that. Right. So he was perfect to bring as a guest anyway. Yeah, like he was, he really was constantly interacting with everybody who came to his booth. He, he was looking for conversation, not just to, you know, take the picture and send you on your way. Yeah. Like he was interested in what his fans cared about yeah. and what they cared about in him and the show and, and so on. Yeah, I mean, I hope Mike brings it back. He was a, he, he's a great person. He was a really awesome, down-to-earth person. And that was my highlight. What was your highlight at Supercon? Um, being able to see some friends that I really can't see that often just because they're always so busy, but you run into them while they're at a convention. So those are always, that is always really fun. And just to see how they are, and I, that, I love that. So yeah, I feel like you're in this with you. Exactly. It's like a big high school reunion. Like, you just see somebody who you haven't seen in years. I mean, I, like, me in high school, I kind of blocked out a lot of stuff. But when I saw, like, a bunch of my friends, like, Javi and Alex and all that, these people I went to high school with, it's just kind of like, holy shit, like, you guys you guys come to this? Like, oh, we have stuff in common. I didn't know this. And it was, like, Alex, I mean, I remember him being, like, that high school jock. Like, he was always playing sports, and he was, like, the football captain and this and that. And when I saw him, I was just like, oh, shit, you to these? Like, oh, man, I love these things. These are awesome. And that's what I love about Supercon is just that it brings people together. Even if you have, like, different beliefs or different religions or <laughs> different anything, it just brings everyone together as one big happy family. I mean, believe it or not, there is such thing as cosplay family. Okay, I have a mom, I have a dad, I have a shit ton of brothers and sisters that I'm not aware of. And apparently I have kids that I don't even remember having. And it's just weird, but it's just like everyone sees each other as some form of importance in each other's lives. I mean, here, Manic Mitchie, I'm like her best friend, but like I see her as my best friend, I see her as my sister, and it's just like we have that tight knit connection, and just this community, Supercon alone, just brings everybody together, makes everyone a strong, united community. I mean, I can't say from some cons, which I'm not going to get into now, I'll get into it much later. But, you know, Supercon, hands down, I had a fantastic time. And 1010 would recommend for people to go to Supercon. Yeah, I suggest that. 1010. 10 out of 10, I suggest. Minus a few things that we said, you know, I would still go. Still go. Yeah, I mean, just check it out. I ain't telling go, don't go, go. Just go for yourself. Meet the celebrities. I mean, they have Peter Cabal there, and I kept eyeballing him all the time. I was like, huh. He's really lanky from a distance on the show. He didn't look that bad, but here, he's like, a oh yeah, Peter Capaldi was really skinny. I was like, I mean, I know he was thin. I'm with you, but I'm like, he's really thin in person. Oh my god. Is it bad to say that I only know? I mean, I know he's in Doctor Who. I know he is and was in Doctor Who, and they're bringing a female doctor. But is it sad that I know him from Paddington, Paddington Bear or something like that? That movie, that kid movie? I only know him from Doctor Who, so... Yeah. So... I suggest you guys go. You're going to have a great time. You don't have to cosplay. You could cosplay. Just go check it out for yourself. If you love wrestling, go check it out. Also, do check out my friend George's podcast. I'm just reminding you, every Monday, that's 7, 
And yeah, oh yeah, he's just, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is just like he's just flexing over there, like, like yeah, yeah, stroking man. his ego, like yeah, <laughs> check it out. Hey, I think he's gonna come back and see a special message once again. Plug, you want to do another plug? You know, this show is not dashing until you have the dashing one on here. Yeah. Because I'm the one that makes the studio look hot. Look at me. <laughs> It is fantastic. Why you why why you think why you think the temperature is so high in here? It's because I am in here. <laughs> Anywho, so here you want to kiss the bicep? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> My lips gonna come off. <laughs> He's never gonna get it off. So well, again, like she said, thank you very much for the plug. Mondays at 7 p.m. For now, until the end of September, October, we go back to 6 p.m. Uh, Russell City Radio on the same network. This coming Monday, we have, of course, Savannah Evans that works for High Spots. Uh, she's going to be, and she was actually at Supercon as well. She was actually one of the wrestlers at Supercon. Okay. Savannah Evans will be our guest this coming Monday at 7 p.m. She'll be on at 7.20, but we'll talk much more about pro wrestling come that time. Enjoy your talk. Now, kiss the bicep. My lipstick ain't going to come off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my lipstick's not going to come off. It's one of those, like, I ain't going to come off. <laughs> By the way, make sure to hashtag Harry Handsome. Yeah, hashtag Harry Handsome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just go. Just just go to Supercon. You'll have fun. You won't. I guarantee you guys. You may have some issues, but at the same time, those issues are always stories you can tell people. On. Yeah, and you'll probably make new friends and new connections with people, especially if you cosplay. I mean, there's always gonna be. It's gonna be good, you know, meeting other people, and maybe you'll get your compliments and. Remember to let the people know if you like their costume, just tell them. Yeah. Also, the one thing I do suggest is that don't guess the person's costume. It's kind of rude. It's hella rude. Because I had people call me, which she called me this after, which <clears throat> it didn't. <clears throat> sorry, it didn't bother me because it's from her. But it was like an actual person that said it. I had people. This is not the one that pissed me off. I had people call me Joan Jet, which Nana is based off Joan Jet. But I also have people, the way I look, I look like a stripper, a hooker, or a prostitute that just wandered into Supercon. And this one just pointed it out. And I knew already what she was going to say. She's just like, you know something? When you were leaning in into my friend, into our friend's car, you look like a hooker. I'm sorry. I go, did you think I didn't know that? I knew already I looked like a hooker. Why are you telling me? I said it with love. You said it with love, but it was just more on the lines of, Hey, um, yeah, you look like a hooker. Oh, no shit, thank you. Thank you for telling me that. I, I love your compliments. But, yeah. yeah. don't. You Just ask them. If you honestly don't know, you could just be like, hey, uh, what, what's your cosplay? And just let them tell you. That way you don't, you know, maybe ruin someone's mood by calling them Storm if they're not Storm. Yeah. I mean, I've had uh, occasions. When I first went to Supercon, I think it was a Second time, thank you. It was the second time I went to Supercon that I dressed up as a female version of Alvaro West. This is before Rule 67. Was it Rule 67 or Rule, no, Rule 69? I honestly don't remember anymore. <laughs> Whatever. One of the rules that is a cosplay where I just stopped caring after a while. Um, I went as Alvaro Wesker and I got Trinity the whole day. Like, instead of asking me, like, who you're supposed to be, they're just like, oh, my God, you're Trinity. Or I had a one girl that walked past me and said, oh, my God, I can't believe you're still, I can't believe people are still doing that. Like, really? The Matrix is so, like, early 200, early 2000s. Like, seriously. I'm like, 
I'm not even, I'm not even Trinity. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, there's also people that do original characters, and I actually look forward to seeing those people that come up with their own character, they have their character's own backstory, and then it's just like, holy crap, this is actually really awesome. Yeah, and that's pretty common, too. Like, I mean, especially with me. <laughs> there's been, I think, one of the Supercons, actually, there was someone, I don't, I have no idea, like, when I was looking at them, I'm like, are they from like an anime or are they from a show and then when I went up to ask them they're like oh no it's just an original design I was like oh I was like well it looks really cool I mean th- those they want to hear that like I that girl was smiling the whole time afterwards she's like oh my god thank you so much for telling me you like my costume like see when you do little things for cosplayers that put a lot of time and effort especially people that do original characters like I I do a lot of original characters I'm a apparently a lot of people know me as the reaper from my OC from Batman a lot of people know me as a reaper. And just to get that small little compliment of like, oh my god, this looks really amazing. This looks really detailed. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, you know, who are you? You tell them a little bit about your backstory. And it's just like, holy crap, I, I can actually picture this being in series. Versus people that will kind of like look at you and kind of give you the cold shoulder like, oh, what are you supposed to be? Or, oh, you're um, Madam something. Because they just keep guessing, like, is that what you are? And it's like, no. <laughs> I mean, when I dressed up as a reaper for Renfest, people were calling me um, the Countess from uh, American Horror Story, the hotel. And I now know, and that I wish you know, that I can actually cosplay the Countess at any time I want. So people see me as Lady Gaga for some of that reason. I mean, I've been out there a couple of times. And, yeah, you, you did it, like, maybe twice and. That was it. Everybody was kind of like, oh, can we see you do more Lady Gaga costumes? Yeah, but I have a handful of people that, can I see you do Lady Gaga costumes versus people, can you please not do Lady Gaga costumes? She's, like, so old. I'm like, she's not that old. I'm, like, the same, almost the same age as her. She's probably, like, what, 27? She's, like, 30? She's, like, a few years older than me. But honestly, all these costumes, like, the, the Lady Gaga was also at one of Mike Roder's songs, right? Yes. There was a Lady Gaga cosplayer. She was really good. She still goes to conventions, by the way. But she doesn't do Lady Gaga. She does uh, Dragon Ball Z. Which I actually have to find her because I do want to bring her on the show one of these days. But that's probably the best thing I actually like about Supercon is that they have an abundance of cosplayers cosplaying old school costumes all the way down to something new. I mean, my friend Yosef and his beautiful girlfriend, Isabella Scott, did um, Aquaman and Aquaman's wife, Keep forgetting her damn name. Is it Merida? Mira. Mira. Thank you, Mira. Why am I getting Merida? I mean, you were at least as an M. You were close. Yeah. Mira. Mira. You know, it was actually really nice. And the movie's not even out yet, and they did it. They did a phenomenal job. I saw people. My friend Karen. Um, she told me that on Friday she did Doctor Mario, and you don't see that often. Funny story is is that uh, Isabella Scott. I don't know if you could even hear me on your microphone, but. Isabella Scott looked exactly like Amber Heard she from the movie. Like, and they haven't even displayed Amber Heard in full costume detail, only for that five-second trailer yeah. where you see her swimming. And Isabella Scott hit it right on the, the, the mark when it came to how Mira, Mira looks in the movie. Yeah. So. If you didn't hear him, he just, I'm going to sum it up real quick if you guys didn't hear. Um, Isabella Scott, the way she did it, she actually looked like um, Amber Heard. Amber Heard, yeah. Amber, Amber Heard. And even though there was not a lot of footage, or not, there's a lot of still pictures, though. 
but she actually nailed the character very well. And I absolutely applaud her as well as her boyfriend, uh, Yosef, for doing Aquaman and Mira um, perfectly. Um, I had I saw an abundance of Overwatch characters. I saw Mercy, I saw Farah, Soldier 76, right? Mm-hmm. It's because the some of the some voice of the, the voice actors were there. Yeah, they were present. Wait, I kept saying that Lucio character, the one that looked off to the side, I can see Brad's name is a really good looking guy. I'm like, he's actually pretty cute. <laughs> but no, just seeing the costumes was amazing. Like you know that the last time I did like a big ass cosplay and people were telling me to enter the costume contest was when I did Smug when I was back at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Again, Supercon. So it's like we are frequent Supercon. Yeah, we people. are. We are frequent Supercon people. <laughs> yes, we don't support it. We just like going to cons. <laughs> but went there, went at Smug, and my only thing is that I get it. You want to enter the cosplay contest. But the one thing I don't have on my whole list was the narrow spacing in the convention center. There was not a lot of space to walk around, especially with people that had big cosplays. I mean, I noticed on the second floor or third floor, there was uh, one of the costumes just laying on the floor. And they, it's like they gave up. But the person that actually, I didn't know that they saw photos, actually won the costume contest. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I didn't know that I saw photos like two, three weeks later. What were we going to say? We just... We saw you chilling. Congratulations. Yeah, but like, we left. We're just like, I want a Denny's. I want, I want soup bed. I want coffee. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're I'm sorry. <laughs> me talking about food gets me, like, hungry as well. But the one thing I do say, going back to the little family, coffee family, is that, well, she was missing, or I was missing, whichever way you want to put it, I was fed. People fed me. I got free food all day. <laughs> So I had peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I had Cheetos, even though I hate Cheetos. And I really did. No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I really don't like, I like flaming hot Cheetos. I don't like Cheeto Cheetos. What the hell? I really don't. Okay. I have a can named Chester. All right. All right. But you, you, you ate. That's great. Um, and honestly, maybe other people should probably bring snacks if you can. Like, even, I mean, I don't even know. Does, does Supercon have, like, a, a policy on bringing snacks in? Like, I don't know, but I know that Cheryl Knight and Jonathan Knight brought in food. Right, okay, well, I mean, I, mean, I don't think... I honestly don't know what the policy is, but I'm just saying it was probably easier to take snacks with you so you don't worry about spending too much money on food. Well, Probably a good idea. It would be. But the thing is, like, me... Unless you're buying a dungeon fish. I don't know. Uh, unless you're buying one of those dungeon fish. Those are delicious. Those are good. I never had one. They look good. And everyone keeps telling me, like, if I ever do decide to get a boot, to actually sell baked goods. So I'm like, I don't want to sell baked goods. Like, I want to sell something else, but not baked goods. But, yeah. Um, overall, I just want to say... Um, I really did have a really good time at Supercon in the new location. Um, I want to say I'm, I'm like used to it already. So yeah. I think other people are kind of gonna have to get, you know, used to it because, you know, the projected end for the Miami Beach Convention Center is like 2018, right? Or is it? Before? Oh, the when the construction. Yeah, over? exactly. Uh, 2019 to 2020. Right. So it's, that's a ways. So, so get comfortable. exactly, you're you're gonna deal with this 
convention center as being the venue for for much longer. Yeah. So you guys are kind of stuck. I mean, on the plus side, we're getting Anime and Paradise back in Miami Dade, so I'm actually happy about that. It's a lot closer to my house, like I said. And it's in a familiar area. It's actually an national convention center that ha- actually holds a lot of memories for a lot of us. And that's where Supercon was when I started. And I remember it being ten times horrible before it was upgraded with the escalators. I remember there being stairs into the escalators. I remember there being, like, a walk-through maze called the Hive. And I have horror stories to say about that because um, my throat closed up and I ended up going to the hospital because of it. And, but it still holds, like, a lot of memories. And I'm actually really thrilled that Animate this year is actually going to be there again. On, let me go check this because I am not great with dates because I forget my own birthday. Let me get one. It is going to be October 6th through the 8th. Uh, 2017, and then there is uh, Paradise that is going to be in the new year. So I don't know about the one in Paradise yet, and it's going to be what date yet? I mean, I really, I've seen it, kind of glanced through it really quickly, but I'll let you guys know my next uh, podcast, which um, this is my first, so it's going to be every Saturday between the hours of nine to at 7:30 every Saturday. I will be touching up on a bunch of different stuff today, which is a very mild thing, a review, but very, very soon I'm actually going to get, I'm actually going to be dipping into the whole cosplay drama, cosplay gossip, and, but I will also be reviewing movies, games, as well as TV shows and more. So I'm Blondie, my co-host was once again, Manic Mitchie, and I will see you guys next time. Have a good day.